A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And today we are joined by Steph Douglas. Hooray! <laughs> from Don't Buy Her Flowers. Yes. You you have this business called Don't Buy Her Flowers. I do. And uh, that that started a few years ago. You're also married to a guy called Doug. Mark is his real name, but oh. he's known as Doug. Well, otherwise it would be Doug Douglas. His surname's Douglas. Why did his parents do that? Call him Doug Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> Not called Doug Douglas. All right. He's Mark Douglas. Okay. Everyone <laughs> calls him Doug. <laughs> I, I'd call him Michael. <laughs> Um, and your kids are called Michael and Kurt. No, they're called Buster and Mabel. <laughs> they are. And they're yeah. five and four. Is that right? Yeah. Was that deliberate? No. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what? It's that thing where you have one. Yes. Yeah, we know. And then uh, when Buster was one, when they hit one, they're cute. They're really cute. Mm, yeah. And they haven't started the tantrum thing yet. And then I got pregnant. And then they start the tantrum thing, but it was too late. So they're oh. they're twenty one months apart. So they're not too close, but okay. But and you forget you've forgotten the baby bit. But they're yeah they're mu- they are easier. You know, like when people always go, oh, it doesn't get easier. It just changes. Like no no I I I don't know. I don't know what teenagers are like. I'm sure it's shit, but. They are definitely easier than yeah. babies. Now, um, now, so you're you're the owner of the business. What's yep. it called? The starter, the St- inspiration, founder, founder of. Uh, Step- oh. Sorry, <laughs> at least got this cat that heckles us sometimes. <laughs> got a little weird Japanese sort of robot cat thing that sometimes just screams, and we don't know why. <laughs> it's we like can't. A kid, isn't we it? could stop it. We could throw it away, but I quite like it. You keep it. I, yeah. I, what I like is it slightly unnerves the guests and makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, the whole and podcast. I don't know where it is. And oh, like, no, it's just yeah. Ellie's cat that she's left in a box. Um, <laughs> so you're a daughter of a vicar. Yeah. You've got five siblings, and you behave shamefully like a toddler when you're hungry. I'm. Like terrible, but it happens most nights. I don't eat enough during the day, and then Doug will come home, and then you've got bedtime with the kids, and then I'll start just being a bitch, like awful bitch. And Doug will say, "I I think it's best if you don't talk until you've eaten," (laughs) because I'm just saying, "Oh, as soon as I'll eat," and then be like, "Oh, how are you?" Like it's a different person. 
So I need have a bagel. To, yeah. Yeah. yeah, have I, a bagel. I, I have to say, uh, I think you have to concede, Helen. You are you are like that. Exactly. Yeah, Helen. Actually, if she has not eaten <laughs> for about about two and a half hours, I think <laughs> this is about the limit. Mm. She actually starts twitching. She's literally she's like a heroin addict looking for her next fix. She's like, are you hungry? Have you got any food? What, but you can't what, what concentrate we do? on do? anything. That's the point. so. I I went out with some colleagues once for a lunch, and, and you was, ate them. <laughs> chatting so we're sitting there with the menus and like and they were like mm, and it was like bubbling up and right. I was like shall we order and it was like a real shout and everyone just stopped talking like very oh. quick like nervously looked at their menus but it's because I was hungry that, that though because I'm, I'm quite into like efficiency and you know? I don't yeah. like sitting down like having it like and like Chat. someone's chatting like so how have you been? Like, no, let me look at the menu and decide what I want. Let's get that out of the way. Let's get that clear. Yes. And that's done. Then we can then enjoy, we can, then yeah. we can enjoy ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I right can't then. bear it. <laughs> I'm never having lunch with anyone else again. I can't stand it. But do you think that's fair, Helen? Are you a, are you a hangry person? I am very hangry. And I, yeah, absolutely. I, I just, I can, I can tip very quickly. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, oh, oh. But do you get shaky? Yeah. Yes, I think it is yeah. a genuine, she's like, like, blood sugar. She's like an emotional diabetic. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's it's like give her a shot of insulin and yeah. she'll stop calling you a prick. That's that's basically how it works. I know, and that's because that's how I think I bonded with you, Steph. The first time yes. I met you, we went to some mum's thing, and um, afterwards you're like, "Are you really hungry?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm really hungry." And Steph pulls out like a salmon bagel. She's had smoked in a, salmon, warm, warm smoked salmon bagel. She's had in a bag all day. Oh, it was. And, and you and I were like, going, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> oh, the lettuce. Is so soft. <laughs> you know when you um the next day after you've been drinking and inevitably if like I'm getting a train home there'll be a whopper or something like I'll be yeah, or yeah. pasty yeah. pasty on the way home on the train yeah and then you the next day you're like oh you can visualise yourself <laughs> on the train and what you must have looked like but shoving yeah. the food in because you know you're, uh, <laughs> no chewing involved no chewing, just, just shoving it just like a like, like a seagull and dropping it on the floor and just picking it up <laughs> <laughs> and I know I've done it and yeah. I wouldn't do that if I was sober I wouldn't no what's your stance on preserving like food you haven't finished See, I, I love a fried chicken stop on the way home, especially if we've done a gig or something. And often I don't eat for a gig because I'm a bit nervous. So I usually end up with, like, I usually eat the two pieces of chicken and then I have half a chicken burger, which quite often I put in the fridge and then eat it the next day. <laughs> Last time I did it, I was so pissed. Pete came in the next morning and went, um, did you mean to put this box of chicken bones in the fridge as well? <laughs> Oh, yes. there's might be some more meat on those. Yeah. Might be not make might make a stock. stock. Mm. <laughs> Possibly my favourite thing about the chicken shop is um it was originally called Favourite Fried Chicken, then it was taken over by Perfect Fried Chicken, and then it was taken over again by a new franchisee who obviously couldn't afford to get a whole new sign, so he just got the <laughs> F from the favourite sign, and now it's called Perfect Fried Chicken. <laughs> I am not making this shit up, man. <laughs> She's got photos to prove it. So back of my chicken forest hill. There's yeah. one in um, Isleworth, which was, they'd called it Nando. It clearly wasn't Nando's, <laughs> but they'd call it Nando's. No, they'd call it Jando. <laughs> Genius. And then, Genius. And then, no one would ever suspect. <laughs> obviously, taking them to court or something. And then your next moment, it's called De Jando. <laughs> Like Quentin Tarantino film, <laughs> the Jando's Unchained. Yeah. Being hangry is not all you have in common no. with Helen. You are also a vicar's daughter, which yes. she thinks is very interesting. Yes. yes. 
And was did he stay a vicar, your dad? Yeah, so he was a solicitor for 25 years. Um, at my christening, they got chatting to the vicar. And that was when they started getting involved in the church. And then he became a vicar when I was 11. I was mortified. <laughs> they sat us down to tell us. And uh, my sister was like, can I still have contact lenses? Because <laughs> it's quite a pay cut. Um, and we were all like, cut, and yeah. I was about to start secondary school. So I was like, oh, God, I can't ever tell anybody because I'll get bullied and stuff. And it's only as a grown up. I'm like, he did a good thing. Yeah, he was something he believed in and he is a good man. Like, and my parents are really good. Pe- you know, they did the fostering and everything else. They essentially are good people. Religion gets quite a bad name now because... There's a lot of weird religious people. Yes, mm. yeah. In a nutshell. <laughs> in a yeah. nutshell. There's... In a nutshell. But no, there are a lot of good. There are there are a lot of good vicars out there. But that's a, that's a big change. So my dad did the opposite. He was a vicar, and then when I was ten, he, he became... became a prostitute. Rent <laughs> <laughs> <I'm a> boy. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. That's fine. No, he he became a teacher. Has <laughs> he left being a vicar? Yeah. I didn't even know you could do that. Well, you know. He didn't leave God. No. Um, (laughs) No one leaves God. (laughs) You wouldn't. And there's something about being, like, I remember growing up as a vicar's kid, going, you know, you kind of, not, you felt like the royals, but, you know. When uh, at Dad's church at um, Christmas, they used to have a thing where they had a Mary, sorry, Mary and Joseph, a real life couple. I got roped into doing it one year. And it was when Buster was, so he was, born in november dude there's a picture somewhere of me in like a blue amazing thing and doug carrying a staff <laughs> i mean when you ca- what what why did we do that uh, we were so tired we were so tired we got and we just got we just did it doug really took to the role because he's quite theatrical so there's pictures of him looking really pious oh <laughs> and God. looking up to the sky. And then when we had Mabel, they asked me to do it that that year. I was like, no, because no. like, when you've had your second, you're a bit wiser to these things. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm not putting myself through that. No, I, I, that. I actually played the baby Jesus when I was six weeks old, and my wow. dad, I got cast. You know, a bit of nepotism, <laughs> obviously, for the, for the nativity play. But yeah, <laughs> well, look, should we do some? Uh, should we do some business chat? Helen? Yeah, let's get into business chat. Yeah. So tell us about don't buy her flowers, Steph. Okay. So, um, when I had my buster, my first baby, I was sent eight bunches of flowers. And they weren't, like, just eight normal bouquets. They were, like, I worked in advertising, so I had these massive, really ridiculous... They put on a count. They put on a count, yeah, obviously. (laughs) And you couldn't fit them in a vase. And I had two vases, and we lived in this poky little house. And I just... I was sitting on the sofa, crying, leaking... Like just feeling really, really overwhelmed, and all these deliveries kept coming. So it was really exciting because I hadn't, you don't have that as a grown up, mm. like big piles of presents. But it was, I just thought, oh god, it made me feel more anxious. And it, you know, when you're feeling really overwhelmed, that fir- that first baby is full on, and you, you don't know what to expect, and you've got no idea. And uh, I just made it just made me feel worse. And I just thought, this seems ridiculous. Like these mm. people want to send something. Like they're, mm. they're, and it was all like the congrats. That was for me. That was the bit that was for me. Um, but it was something to care for, which doesn't make any sense. Is that you're already doing a shitload of caring when you just had a baby? Mm. Um, so I that so then when friends had babies, I would send them some chocolate and a magazine and stuff that was for them. Mm. But the reaction from them was so 
like it didn't it was like in real contract it was so strong so they would i had one friend we dropped a couple of meals just on their doorstep the trick is not to go in because you don't want people really and when you do great but at that point 15 minutes yeah 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 yeah. yeah, and then you people come in they'd sit there and you'd feel you feel fine at the time because you're all a bit adrenaline then they'd leave and i'd be like weeping on the stairs i'm just so tired and you don't need that at that point you kind of want to my mum was like, pull the drawbridge up. Like, you don't need to, you don't need anyone. Um, but yeah, and a friend sent us, a, sent me a massage for me to thank me for having sent her a couple of meals. And like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, you could have gone mm. out for a couple of meals for the cost of that. And it just struck me that there was this, this neat, or this, there's a gap where people weren't, where people wanted to send something that was for the, for the mum, that was mm. just going to be all about TLC and caring for them. <clears throat> and you, and you made it very obvious that it, Flowers are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I got a bunch of flowers this week, actually. I never get flowers. Someone sent me flowers. The, the thing is, it's just an, it just for that occasion. It's like almost when they're one, maybe send someone flowers. Or flowers, I think, are lovely to get as a random gift. Yeah. Like, you know, you get them and it's like, oh, someone has mm. been thinking of you. But when it's for an occasion like that, it just feels a bit more staged. It's not... I usually get it after my husband's fucked up something really bad. Yes, then you're it's like, like, oh, right, yeah. It's because you've been a dick. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a dickhead, yeah. yeah. It used to be really nice flowers. Yeah. It's like, this symbolises your incompetence. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put it in the kitchen and remind me every yeah. time I past it. But no, I think it's just being... There's so many things that can make someone feel loved and cared for, and that's kind of the point of it. What can people... Get so the most popular package is called a care package, and it has um, a magazine to get a choice of magazine, choice of scarf, truffles, flapjack, tea. So it's just a little like mm. here, sit down. This is about you. It's not about anyone else, and it's not about maybe giving you a flashy gift. It's like this is for you to sit down. So I think that's the whole point around all of them to encourage you to have a bit of time for yourself, which women are shit at. Yeah. So that and where we get those people crying when they get their packages, and I think it's because it it's like signifies oh they get that I'm feeling a bit shit and that I need a bit of looking after so mm. someone doing that is says quite a lot so it's quite powerful mm. but which I didn't know was going to happen I had no idea what would happen when it started and also 50% of the orders are now for new mums but 50% are for like get well bereavement we get quite a lot of people sending for miscarriages wow because it's the same thing like mm. you need a bit of looking after yeah um and we do packages that have um, food delivery, you know, cook food, so you can get meals, which mm. actually, when you've just had a baby, that is what you need. Like, yeah. you don't want to be cooking. You don't really want pizza for, like, the fifth night running, so it's... Well, it's speak that. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and another curry. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Perfect fried chicken. Yeah. Oh, count me in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yesterday's fried Seven chicken. Seven nights a week. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I remember I, my husband gave me a box of, like those mega boxes of celebrations. Yeah. After my first boy baby was born. And I think I just ate that for the first week because it was just there. <laughs> it was just like instant, yeah, instant, yeah. instant, uh, instant calories. So so if someone ordered one of your boxes, so yeah. you, you get, you do it really, really beautifully, so don't you? So it's all gift wrapped and it has a, a handwritten personal message in it. Um, and Which do you handwrite it? I used to, but now, so now we've just moved the business to new 
premise out of my house. We've hired some nine-year-old Cambodians. <laughs> no, do I've hired my brother, my, oh, one of my older brothers. This is like Madonna, Illy. Yeah, <laughs> keep, it close, keep it close, keep it close. Yeah. I don't want anyone to know my actual secrets. No. So it's family only. Yeah. No, my older brother um, jacked in his proper job. Wow. And is working full-time <gasps> and doing all the operations and dealing with supplies and all that Does stuff. Does he so. wipe down your breasts? <laughs> That's no seriously. You should read. Uh, it's a great book by Christopher. <laughs> I don't even, I've, I've, I've missed a step. Christopher Ciccone, who's Madonna's yeah, yeah, yeah. brother, um, was for a long time <gasps> her like sort of on the road sort of assistant. Oh Jesus! And uh, some of the things he had to do include before she went on, she would have a, a Ricola cough drop so she could sing, express herself adequately. So she would have this cough drop, and then he would have to hold out his hand, and she would spit it into his hand before Shit. she went on stage. And when she came off stage, she would like lift up her arms and one of his jobs was to wipe down her breasts <laughs> does your brother do that does he do that stuff I think he he would not like to do that no. shit that's he'll no. do your accounts but not yeah, your yeah, yeah. but it all, I will tell you it all went horribly wrong years later when she hired him to <laughs> do the interior design for one of her Malibu mansions oh. and he overpriced a pair of lamps and they never spoke again really? is that right it, it, it all went very wrong where did it this information come from his book his book so obviously it's all true and completely non-biased <laughs> <laughs> so obviously the business is doing really well but how yeah. did you get here how do you go from you know being knackered and having an idea yeah. to actually you know making I guess you're on what a billion pounds a year now, yeah a billion and a half yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was um, I went back to work after both babies but had the idea and the second time I went back I was thinking yeah I'm how is, I don't see how this is going to work really because I've worked in town the commute and when the, I was thinking they're going to start school at some point how shit am I going to get back and pick them up and so um it was it was a, coming up as an idea and then I started a blog because I thought oh, I need to do something and that felt like a step that wasn't a leap of starting a business but it was like putting myself out putting the idea of motherhood and how I found it and all that stuff out there and um and it went really well and so it was a couple of months into that and Doug was like, I think you should do it. I think you should just quit and see what, you know, it's going to be okay. Mm. So he was really behind it, which helped because he had to fund the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. And uh, and it's it's just, it's steadily grown and then it just keeps growing. So it's it's been really positive, but it's a lot of hard work, mm. you know, pushing it and promoting it. And... Are there things that you kind of know now that you wish you'd known at the start? I probably didn't realise what a big deal it was going to be, like how consuming it is, and so how it will take over the. Ha- well, it did take over the house because two rooms in the house. What, just physically, stuff, physically, yeah. like fully. So we've got a little front room at the front of our house, which was when we got the house. Doug was like, "This is going to be my man cave," and he had like a big, lovely, big screen. Sorry, I just have to say fucking mad <laughs> makes me very angry well it, I soon put pay to that because we filled it with stock so he couldn't see the telly from the sofa so that was fucked awesome yeah it took over physically but also it's just really full on so most nights there's stuff to do and Doug has a job he works in finance so he does that all day and then I'll be he'll come home and be like, oh I need you to do some stuff um so it is full on but it's the same time it's that but where you guys must know like you get a buzz mm. which you can't get working for someone else mm. I know what you mean about it taking over your life because when you are working for yourself you never really feel like you can give yourself no, a day no off. one's it's... like yeah no one's stopping you and going you've, you're done now like even if you work for a shitty boss at some point it's the weekend and that's it and you don't mm. and it doesn't it all blends into one doesn't it so I think I went to this so there was a lady who was one of the mums at nursery who did like 
mum's returning to work counselling type stuff and I saw her for a couple of sessions and I was she was saying well, what you, you should have like a meeting on a Friday um where you kind of go what did I do in the last week and reflect back because actually you were achieving stuff all the time but mm. you're not really taking note of it it's like, like I've got the croissants <laughs> sitting down on my own right here we go like having a little stop go through because that's what's weird there's no one to right Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, no, but that, it is hard. I think, I, you know, I'm the same. I was thinking about this today. So I just don't give myself a day off. There's, I always do something for scum. There will always be something to every do. Every day. Every, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. So I think maybe we just need to... But I think there's a, there is a danger. Women, like, you'd see people on, like, Instagram and stuff who are, like, packing orders at two in the morning, three in the morning, and they've got a newborn. Like, mm. that's, there's a danger that we flip to the other side of, for equality, we end up working every hour because Mm. we're striving for that and actually there is a period when you've got a baby where I didn't want to work the whole like paternity and a bloke being able to take time off so you can get back to work I didn't want that I wanted to take that time out Mm. and that should be okay like and if you if it suddenly becomes like you're supposed to be doing it all so you're supposed it's like that's shit yeah. And it will all go mental. Like yeah, you're not achieving something. No. Your baby, yourself, your career, and, and all you, those and sort of I things. I think there probably are lots of people who see things, are, and you see these people doing these amazing business, or they've got these beautiful blogs, or these beautiful Instagram feeds, and going, "Gosh, she's got like a six month old, and she's doing that, and I've got a two year old, and I'm doing fuck all." And it's like you can't. That's really scary because I think it, and you don't know what their circumstances are, what help they've got, or what money they've got or yeah they could have just dressed their husband up as a six-month-old you don't know you know <laughs> no, these days no. with photoshop anything's possible <laughs> that's right it's not even their kid they've bought the photos <laughs> from somewhere else yeah but you do, like, and that's what's it's quite scary no and it's not i think instagram is not a window it's no. it's, it's a constructed reality and you know Ooh, dude it. that was like an observer cover line oh. that was like weekend magazine <laughs> i like that oh thank you ellie like she really 
eat it when she speaks like that. I've learned that in the last three years. (laughs) I don't know. I can't say anything else now. I think I've peaked. (laughs) So that's it. Be be quiet for the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Um, hush now. No, but you, I know, Helen, you, you, can we, can we Dragon's Den you, Steph? Okay. Okay. Oh, God. I, I've got a couple of ideas I've been working mm-hmm. on that we could do maybe collabo okay. on. <laughs> uh, the Hangover gift pack. Mm. So I'm thinking two cans of Coke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quavers. Yeah. Bacon. Pair of sunglasses. And a hungry house voucher. Oh, I love that. So That's what car- you should give some carbs in there. Just to- we quavers, oh, is that quite, carbs? Not enough, not enough. <laughs> no, like what are those? Of bread. What, what are those? Potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they can keep. You've got to think about these things. <laughs> That's what right. Go, oh, can travel in what Ellie like? Ellie likes a frayed bentos pie. Oh, no, you don't. I do. <laughs> Listen. Come the apocalypse, that's all there'll be to eat. So you better well, get Because they're tin, don't they? With the yeah, peel exactly. Back. They last yeah. forever. All right, I, so that, I think that's that's a great one. And we've also got we've also got the parenting shag pack, Helen. We've got the parenting shag pack. So DVDs for the kids. Yeah. yeah. A lock for the door. Yes. Lube and a small <laughs> hand towel. Johnny's. <laughs> Johnny's. What? Because otherwise you might have another kid oh true if you're not you know haven't had your injection or your coil or your, your pills or yeah. all those sort of things she and I like to go hands free but whatever <laughs> whatever floats your boat <laughs> oh, no, I, got, I got a coil so a nice lady three years ago put her hand up my fanny and now I don't have babies oh, it's really that nice good. that makes it sound like witchcraft <laughs> And she, prayed, she was she prayed, some, she prayed over me. She put some lucky heather up there. <laughs> and then she read She's my tea leaves. did not fucking feel like heather, I tell you. Oh, she yeah. is. That spe- I hate a speculum. Oh, oh. It's just, it and was it's a cranking. Yeah. And, also, do you and feel the click, like, the little click, and you're like, oh, that, that's the one. Do you feel yeah. like it? You know those things that go inside shoes to keep their shape? <laughs> Yes. It feels like that's what it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. A shoe shaper. <laughs> Why do you think they call it like a shoe horn? <laughs> so there's some ideas for you. I like them. I bet everybody every yeah. day. See, it's like when we go out and people go, joke. I got a joke for you. <laughs> oh, you're like, I've got a pack for oh, you, yeah. Steph. So what is next? What is next for Don't Buy Her Flowers? We're just continuing to grow. So it's still, it's nearly two years since we launched. Um, we've had loads of corporate orders. So... It's not necessarily like big company. It could be just the school um, staff room going. Mm. Like so, it ranges, but or just teams of people. Like so, individuals are hearing about us and they go into their office and go, "Oh, I know what we should get Betty for her eightieth, mm. or I know what we should get packet quavers for Frey Bentos pie." <laughs> yeah. Done. yeah, I know we should get someone for their having had their baby. So that is real market that I didn't even really think about mm. when we started. Um, and men as well. They don't realise that they could buy this and their wife or partner or whoever will be quite pleased. We had one guy who was like, I want to get my wife, um, I want to send her a package every week for a month after she has our baby. And I thought, yeah, he's got it. He's got it. Like, she would have liked that. Those first four weeks, mm. getting something. Because I'm going to leave you. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she'll need a magazine and a chocolate bar. I'm having an affair. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Uh, so where can people find you, Steph? Where, where do they go? Uh, so downbyherflowers.com. Yep. Are you on the Instagrams? I'm on the Instagram. So I've got two accounts now, because I've got one that is me, and then we realised we should probably have a more serious Don't Buy Her Flowers one. But if you search Don't Buy Her Flowers, they come up. 
And on Facebook, it's Don't Buy Her Flowers. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> well, well, that's done. very exciting. All right, I think it's time for a game, Helen. Oh, I've got this really good game, Ellie. It's called Did Our Husbands Really Give Us That? <laughs> so so what, what the game is, Ellie and I are going to list gifts that our husbands may or may not have given us. Okay. And you have to guess whether our husbands really gave us these okay. gifts. One list is... The real gifts, um, our husbands go everything. And the other gifts comes from, gift list comes from, a poll carried out by the Sizzling Pubs and Crown Carveries oh. of <laughs> the 30 worst Mother's Day gifts ever. Brilliant. Steph, don't buy her flowers. Did one of our husbands actually give us, for a present, a tin of paint? <laughs> I'm going to go yes. No. Oh, no. I underestimated your husband's. Did one of our husbands give us half a box of mince pies left over from his work <laughs> Christmas party? Yes. Yes, he fucking did. Of course he did. Whose husband was that? Mine. What <laughs> <laughs> you a present, Helen? I'm like, yes. He's like, here's some really nice mince pies. <laughs> but half a pack. Half <laughs> a pack. Uh, did one of our husbands once give us, as a gift, four yogurts? <laughs> I'm going to go, no. You are correct. That is from the list. That is from this. So someone gave their partner four yogurts, but for once, amazingly, it was not Helen or my partner. <laughs> Did one of our husbands once give us a gift card for Greg's the Baker's? <laughs> I use oh, the term on. Baker's loosely. If they didn't, I think that could be a good gift for what we were talking about earlier when you're hungover. Yes. That is correct. Who did that? <laughs> my husband gave me a Greg's one Christmas. Greg's one Christmas. Vouchers? You can get little Greg's gift cards. Yeah. Shit. Uh, and can you guess for a bonus point, can you guess how much he put on the gift, oh, gift card? Tenner? Tenner, correct. <laughs> Which is, of course, the minimum spend. <laughs> the minimum spend at Greg's. Which, you could probably make quite a lot of sausage rolls, though. Yeah. State Bakes is my thing. Oh. See, this is the thing. You've to be got, fair to him. a thing for State Fred Bentos. You love a State but Have one today. But I'm like you. I didn't know that Greg's does gift cards. It's so, like finding so out that... you probably quite pleased. Yeah, yeah. It's like finding out that spoons has a sommelier. It's just like, Does oh. it? <laughs> No more wine for Steph, don't buy her flowers. <laughs> Did one of our husbands give us for a birthday present running gear, but minus the shoes as I was over the weight limit? <laughs> You've given it away. I think the clue is in the question. And you suggested that you might be interested in running. No. Oh, that's not good. That is not a good gift. But I loved it because he's like, I'll give you some, I gave you some exercise gear, you know. Um, <laughs> and then he said, I was going to buy you some shoes, but it said like maximum weight 14 stone and you're bigger than that. So I couldn't get your shoes. She's been barefoot for three years, bless her. No shoes in the land. I'm many Barnays away from a pair of Nikes, man. <laughs> Uh, what do you supposed to wear? What are you supposed to wear? I don't know. Isn't I like that ridiculous? That. I have never seen a pair of running shoes with like a no. maximum weight no, on them. No, that's come on. Made it up to be abusive. <laughs> <laughs> Just made me feel a bit shit. Okay, final one. Uh, did one of our husbands once give us a beautiful gift box of toiletries from rituals from the men's section? <laughs> 
Like a bit musty smelling. Musky, bit, even. What's the word? Uh, lynx. <laughs> yeah. A bit linksy. Oh, lynx bit Africa. Linksy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah. Yes, of course you yeah. did. Of course you did. Oh, oh, there we go. There we are. So that's our husbands. Time for confessions, Ellie. Oh. I think it is. I think it's time for the scummy mummy confessions. Uh, should I? Can I go first? You can, week? Ellie. So uh, I got taken out for a lovely belated birthday lunch today with my friends um, Peggy and Ollie, who are about to have a baby sort of due in the next week. Good Very luck! Is yeah, it their first? Like it's their first, oh. yes. Yeah, don't, don't hiss, <laughs> Steph. <laughs> It's all going to be fine. Um, so yeah, we had a nice lunch, and you know, and I don't like to be one of those people who's like, oh, it's all a fucking nightmare. And you're no, like, so, so there's, no, there's going, no point. Yeah, I was just going to go. It's all fine. If you need any help, we're here. It's all fine, and life's going to be great. And it's all going to be wonderful. And then my baby woke up out of the pushchair and proceeded to just go for about ten minutes, and then and I, he started fiddling around with the buggy, and he pulled out of the little pocket on the back of the McLaren just a handful of very old chips. Like oh. chip shop chips. <laughs> and how old? Put it this way, they were actually mouldy. Oh. Oh. And my husband was there and I was like, Pete and he was like, Oh yeah, it was really difficult. It was when you're at work and I was trying to like put him in the buggy and there was nowhere to put the chips and I did I, I did put them in a the tissue and I just looked at Ollie and Peggy and I was like yeah, this is this is what you've got. You're gonna have a great time. <laughs> yeah, such a good time. <laughs> so there you go. Nice, Helen. What's your scummy mummy confession? Um, the other day I was walking along the road by myself, and I was thinking about our previous podcast with um, uh, Peggy, and we. Oh, this is another Peggy-related one. <laughs> Peggy Orenstein, and we talked a lot about like different sex, and then. For some reason, you know when you're tired, you lose your inner monologue. And I was just like, and then I just said out really loud, went, uh, anal. <laughs> and like, I was like, I've become a mad woman. Who just only said, you were more so. Yeah, <laughs> just saying anal out loud. Just anal out loud. I was like, I'm losing my mind. I'm so tired. Anyway, that's Cheers. my scummy mummy confession. I'm going insane. <laughs> so, Steph, don't buy her flowers. The first time I went out after I had Mabel... I um, went out with my friend who is um, gorgeous and single and is having a whale of a time still and doesn't have kids. And I matched her drink for drink. And I hadn't drank for Mm. a year, pretty much, at that point. Not properly. Um, And I was like having a great time wearing a caftan because obviously I was still like (laughs) feeding and wasn't in shape and I was enjoying that. And then uh, in the taxi home, I felt sick I was like oh god and I ended up fashioning my scarf into a bowl <gasps> oh yeah and doing it into my <laughs> scarf <laughs> into my scarf which was like a chunky wool chunky oh, knit, oh, nice. knit yeah. scarf mm. <clears throat> thinking the taxi driver hadn't noticed I'm fairly certain he it's, it's got <laughs> a fairly distinct smell <laughs> and then, but then getting home like ringing the doorbell with my nose so I couldn't use my oh, hands gosh. and Doug opening the door to this like, just this sorry, oh. sorry stay oh, having left like going, I'm going out and being oh. really like, and then I think I tried to, to clean it. Oh no, <laughs> no, 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 no. They're thinking, oh, it's a nice 
scarf. I don't no, want to, no, it's like, not anymore. Well, we <laughs> applaud. We applaud your honesty <laughs> yes. and, and your terrible behaviour. So yeah. well done, <laughs> well done, you. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the end of the podcast, don't you, Helen? I think it is. I think it is. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I, I want to do a quick shout out to Bromley Lady. Oh yeah, Clark's Bromley Lady. So we were Ellie and I were sitting in a cafe the other day, <laughs> and a random man just came up to us and said. Are you the scummy mummies? We're like, <laughs> yes. Celebrity. Yum, yes. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, <laughs> as I was eating cake at 9am in a cafe. <laughs> and he said, my my wife really, really likes you. And she met Ellie in Bromley Clark's. Um, and he said, oh, I just have to tell you, you know, you make my wife laugh. So thank you. Hello to Bromley Clark's lady. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry that we call you Bromley Clark's lady. I think your husband did tell us your name, but we forgot because we're <laughs> terrible assholes. I think it might be Erin. Erin Bromley Clark's no, lady. No, it's Josie. All right, Josie Bromley Clark's <laughs> lady. So anyway, if you want to hear more of us, do go to scummyrummies.com. You can find all our old podcasts, which are also on iTunes. And as usual, <laughs> we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at scummymummies. Email scummymummiespodcast at gmail.com. Well, Steph, thank you so much thank for you. coming on the podcast. I've been enjoying it. I feel a bit pissed <laughs> that's that's the dream <laughs> thanks again for listening until next time bye bye all right one more on. um did our husbands give us a promise of flowers <laughs> Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> uh, it's it? so yeah, it was like, <laughs> I'd had a shit day and Will came in and he went, oh, look, I was going to buy you some flowers, but then <laughs> yeah. I ran out of time. But I just want to let you know, I was going to buy you some flowers <laughs> and I will one day. Amazing. I'm like, that's great. That's really <laughs> Thanks, darling. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, it's not yeah. sometimes, is yeah. it? No, it's the fucking wine. I hope it's you... just the wine. I hope you're like, oh, it's so funny you should say that because I thought about giving you a blowjob. <laughs> and then I thought, fuck off. Yeah, I've decided against it. Yeah. yeah. Just don't have the time. I'm, just th- I'm still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I think about it. Yeah. I, one I day. think about it most days. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.